driven the you've done so much i'm so tired like so i i shot my special last night right right so it was the 10 o'clock show as as gary um gary cannon who was doing the warm-up he's great Mm -hmm. he's great at warm-up right he used to do warm-up at conan and he's like all right you guys are the 10 o'clock show on the Saturday before Easter. <laughs> it's like, oh, that explains the turnout. Um, it wasn't was full. It, it no. was like the front was, Kyle was there. I the, was. The, yeah. yeah, the front was full-ish, right? Mm-hmm. But I think it's been that kind of turnout for a lot of them, you know? Um, so it was fine. It was enough. And um, uh, I, was exa- I was tired when I started. I was tired from being tense all day, from going over jokes all day long. Um, from like, I just sat on my porch, hold on, I'm trying to change my, uh, settings here. Okay. Just sitting on your porch running jokes. Yeah. 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 I was like performing. There were two bits that were, had like mushiness, right? Right. I have the punchlines here. I just need to like set them up a little bit better. So. Okay. I kept. That's better than the opposite. Holy shit. No punch. Yeah. yeah. Well, one of them was like the um the black Twitter bit. And I was like, oh, I right. Pace it a little bit better because some of these laughs are not punchlines, they're like performance lines, right? Okay. So I kind of changed the pacing a little bit. Um, and then the other one was this n- not a new one. It's something I'd riffed a long time ago on stage, and then I just kind of didn't do anything with it. I just kept it as is. And um and I still feel like there's more to it, but I, I kind of, um, during that thing, I, I, I just, I said literally like, fuck it. Let me just try this thing. Like I announced it. Didn't I say something, Kyle? Do you remember? <laughs> like, I, well, I'll just try it. It's kind of messy, but let's try it. But it ended up working really well. I don't know if I, I teed it up that way. That helped it, yeah. but it worked really well. And then I was like, oh, phew, those are the only two that I was worried about. And everything else, I just needed to stick all the landings. And, yep. and it kind of did because I've been doing yeah. that so long. Yeah. Um, the only thing that was like a total mess was going into the crowd. Um, it was like the people that I, I asked, you know, is anyone blah, blah, blah. Right. And the people yeah. that volunteered were just assholes and insane. And in a club situation, I would have been able to deal with it differently, but I was like trying to move it along and <laughs> keeping in mind, like, all right, they can cut this, they can keep this, you know, it wasn't a club situation. Right. That, I had to be thinking of, I had to be thinking of all this stuff. And, uh, so that was a mess. Right. But it just didn't work, which is weird because you're so good at crowd work, but well, yeah. But I mean, usually it, usually the crowd is not bad. Like the, the people I talked to are okay, but even when they suck, it's, if, if I didn't have five cameras and, you know, people wanting me to make sure that the audience was in the light, like the person wasn't in the light. So all these other things were going in my head. I, I couldn't even, 
deal with them being assholes very well, you know? Right, right. So, however, I went long, like 70, and I, we only need 60. So there's, we can cut that, no problem. And it was like the dog bit, so it was on corset anyway, so it could be gone. That's fine. Right. Um, and then um, there's room to probably cut two other bits that were on my album, but I'm, I'm not really sure. We'll see how it all times out. It would be cool to have a, a full special that didn't have any jokes that were on corset. Right now, there's like two, uh, the Anne Frank joke, the circumcision chunk, and this dog thing were, are on both. And right. uh, I could, the circumcision one's really old, like that can go, you know? Yep. It would be nice indeed if I could have the copy, the, the, um, the footage that I can just yeah. clip out because it looks good. Yeah, be officially part of the special or something like you know. Yeah, you, I don't know who's who's in charge of editing, but you got to make sure that you're in constant contact with them. Yeah, they're pretty. I guess they're pretty good about that. Um, oh, that's great. That's great. So, so I was worried that I wouldn't have enough time, as I always am, and then, and then I went way over. So that was that's cool. So and that is cool. So there's wiggle room. Yes. So that's cool. And, and I was so tired by the end of the week, like. Uh, all this is all I've been thinking about for like three weeks, right? Right. And going over like a million sets in New York City. Oh, we know. <laughs> Pouring <laughs> over jokes, like going, oh, this this part's slow. Is there? Can I? You know, whatever. All that stuff that you do, and then uh, and then trying to get in as many as I could in in L.A. before Saturday, and it wasn't as many, you know, and um. Uh, but I, a lot of people stepped up and gave me spots on their shows. and let me sneak in and do a few minutes and that every, everyone helped me solve another problem. That's what yeah. I, I like that, you know? Um, and, uh, so I'm That's really amazing. grateful for all that. And the, the, the stress of just thinking about all these stuff all the time, like you can't even think of new material. You're just like, if I, anything new, it's oh. going to be an add on to what I have. It's not going to be a new, yeah. new trunk I'm going to work on. It's going to be something else for this setup or something that is yeah. already like, and, and if a new premise comes, you're just vaguely irritated. It can go you away. Write it down. You have I'll to write it down yeah. and be irritated with it, but you can't work on it. No, <laughs> There's no, no, yeah. no time. No time. Yeah. So, uh, so that, so by last night, uh, so I finish, it's good. Even Bruce, you know, who's a little bit on the dour side is smiling. He's like, great set. We, and there's plenty, you went way over. We're good. Like he was happy. I was like, this is weird. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and my kid went and he sat in the audience. I didn't see him in the audience, but, um, he's, Thank he's not out in the audience yeah and I like I saw a lot of people I knew in the audience so part of me is like oh I'm doing my special in front of friends you know like it's not Chris Rock although probably Chris Rock and a million friends in his audience totally. probably all the official specials that are like you know uh yes. have a ton of friends in the audience so I don't know but I, you know I get you get in your head yep <sighs> but it's so weird because just like a late night set it's not an actual representation of stand-up comedy it's like <laughs> jokes that I worked on in this order right but actual stand like me and my best is when it's the second show of a week and it's half full and a comic I hate is filling a stadium across town that's when right. I'm gonna do a good show that's when you'll see me as me not like trying to you know meet all the marks on a comedy special 
Right, which I heard, because uh, all the scuttlebutt was that you did hit all the marks, and it was very LK. Professional. Yeah, yeah it sure, was very sure. you. It had, you know, it had your vibe to it, but uh, but it was super tight and great. Well, so I, that's the, amazing. But the thing is, is like, I couldn't, and I, like, normally I would love to comment on the empty seats. I mean. Oh, right. I love it. Uh, I love to position myself as the person who's uh, being disrespected by the world, right? <laughs> and with, so when I see, I love that you that you like, that you know that. That's when I see empty seats, I'm like, good, good. I get to be my real self, bitter, angry, <laughs> thinking it's not fair. But I, I, right. I can't do that in a comedy special where no. you know. Like it's hard. It's hard to see yourself as the victim when uh, someone is pointing five cameras at you. Exactly. It's real exactly. difficult. If it fucks with my sense of self. She had to settle for excellent and densely written material. Uh, again and again. Ten minutes again. more than she needed. I have to say that um, famously, guy who got there were there were I think only. He was the only one who ever got a standing ovation on those half hours at Comedy Central in 2003. Who? And it was this guy, and he he stacked the audience. Mm. Shocking no one, that name. Okay. Mm -hmm. But uh, he literally, it was all of uh, friends and friends of friends and friends of friends of friends. And he, and it was, and the room probably only sat maybe 600. But they gave a standing ovation. Okay. You got a standing ovation, and I saw that set. Did you stand? I did not. <laughs> oh. You were not moved to stand. <laughs> right. And that is uh, hardly, doesn't mean he isn't, a, he isn't good at what he does and isn't beloved by those who beloved him. It's just, <laughs> I am not the one. <laughs> uh, is he... Is that, am I thinking of the right comic where he may have taken a story that was told by another comic and used it on stage on that very special? Oh, that I do not know. I don't believe so. so. No? Okay. It's because I, let me, uh, this guy. I've, I've spelled his last name wrong. Oh, that's a different guy entirely. No, no, that's Did that the same guy. Did that guy do that? Yeah, that's the same guy. Yeah. Okay. Oh, I'm like, so oh, hmm. took that guy's story and then stacked the audience as well. Interesting. I mean, oh, maybe that's my, that, the, my guy took that guy's story. Is that what you're so. saying? I think so. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Interesting. I wouldn't be surprised. The guy. Yeah. It's like I, like I said, he is beloved by those who beloved him. Yeah. Uh, but he is not, there's, there, Literally, were he not a stand-up comic, he would be the salesman of the month every month. <laughs> it is lit. It is the other. It is the job that I feared my entire childhood. Yeah. Um. That I've since embraced when it comes to merch, <laughs> and all of my siblings have embraced. And um. So. Yeah, that's but that does not make a good comic. You in my opinion, you can either choose to become and this is this is my prejudice of of being told not to sell things from what I started mm-hmm. and that it wasn't cool or that it wasn't okay. Mm-hmm. Um 
But there is a part of me that still believes that you make a choice, that you either go into sales or you go into comedy. And, you know, once you become really good at one of those things, maybe you can go back to the other, though I don't think it's that direction. Like if you choose sales and then decide to go into comedy, I don't think that works as well as like, because I think that if I went into sales now, mm-hmm. I would just, I would crush it. But I would have crushed it earlier, but not crushed stand-up comedy if I had but, gone to sales initially. I would suggest that, yes, you have the ability to crush sales, but because you know, now you're too smart. Now you know that your the product is stupid. So you would you would not be able to bat, not bad mouth. I'd have to believe in the product. Uh, I was told this on my father's knee. Not that I ever sat on his knee. What is he? What 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 are we related? Um, so, but there was. Um, he always said, "You have to believe in the product, and if you don't believe in the product, believe in the product." <laughs> and uh, which you know, I mean, there's not right. It's another line for the t-shirt, you guys. By the way, that t-shirt's available for sale at JackieCation.com. Oh, that's a line that you already have on a t-shirt? No, that's a line that belongs on the dad quote t-shirt. Yes. Uh, But uh, that clearly has not been. But I do remember him saying, you got to believe in the sale. And if you don't believe in the sale, just believe in the, oh, you got to believe in the product. But if you don't believe in the product, just believe in the product. Yeah, that's great. Um. I, really uh, sums it up. Yeah. So so I finished last night. I'm exhausted. Yeah. I never want to see any of these jokes again. Any <laughs> it's what what time do you get home? Like one? Around midnight or something. Midnight yeah. or so? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Oh, and then my son wanted in and out and they were closed, you know. Whatever. The devastation. And they Easter, in and out's totally closed. Oh, completely. I don't know if you know this we, about them. And you do. Went, yeah. We went to Dog House which is they have mm-hmm. like really good h-a-u-s with the umlaut yeah that's the one mm-hmm. yeah that's the one. and um i guess they're the only place open because it was packed with easter people but anyway uh so uh so then I'm, I'm like oh my god i took this gig uh in palm in cathedral city whatever palm spring palm as soon as you're out cathedral there, city that's where carmen and i that's where our hotel was though our right. though the gig was in palm springs this was last weekend yeah. you drove to you drove to cathedral city today and then back yeah so i drove and uh it was a it was a fundraiser for foster kids it's a good thing and i got it was decent yeah. it was okay money but i definitely didn't think like hey i might need a day off from this dumb special yeah. right i was just like yeah okay it's a day after my special i'm open <laughs> <laughs> yes <laughs> yes you are yeah so man it was a it was a long drive out there and i was just looking at my notebook going I, I don't want to say any of these fucking things. I don't want to. I just that. told all the jokes that I know. Yeah. I don't want to say any more. I don't want to yes. say them again. And, uh, but did you have so to do think, an hour? No, no, just 30 minutes. And I think, what? I think Jay, Jason got me off early too. Cause it wasn't a great comedy setup as myth. Oh, oh, there was an auction beforehand. And you know how auctions go like way longer than anyone expects when they're, when they, they say we're, we're doing a fundraiser and we're going to have an auction. And they, they always think it'll be like 15 minutes because they've never done them before. And you as a comic are like, Oh no, this is going to be an hour, an hour and 40. Uh, hold on, Jackie. I have to reply to the, your secret message. Um, I've tried no. the secret message. Oh, thank God. No. You could just say the word no. 
Yeah. Oh, good. Thank God. Uh, yeah. As long as it isn't that first person. Yeah. No, it's uh, different. Then it's a better person. Different person. Yeah. <laughs> so the no, money's you... better. The gig should be better. Something yeah. should be better. So then, so. and then, um, but I, I gave a ride home to Nikki Paris tonight and, uh, it, we, he's very funny. And, um, I got to spend an hour changing his mind about Megan and Harry and I got in the week. Well, then you, then he, then it's ass, gas, yeah. or grass. And <laughs> that through your Megan and Harry business. Yeah, there was so much he didn't realize. And I just wish I could, I wish I could educate everybody. Uh, but, uh, uh, yeah. And I'm, I'm loath to do this, but we got time. Uh, where was he against them? Yes, because he, he loves Queen Elizabeth. And I'm like, I get it. I get it. You can no, still love I'd, Queen Elizabeth and yeah. support Meghan and Harry. Sure. Here's my thing. Not a huge fan of monarchies. So it's going to be, I like a monarch butterfly. That's as close as we get. Mm -hmm. um, okay. So, well, yeah, so I mean, I'm unmoved by the whole story. Not that I can't, like, I got to see Prince Charles and Diana one time, you know. I told you this, right? No! From a distance. I had a very shitty job uh, for one, for three lovely months in London, England. Oh! And in 1989, where I was drunk for such a long time. Right, uh, right. I worked at a movie theater in Leicester Square. Oh. And I watched the movie High Spirits, where Liam Neeson had the best tiny part. Uh, uh, 26 times I saw that film. Oh. Anyway, um, it was oh. not good. It doesn't hold up. Uh, yeah. But uh, Steve Gutenberg and Daryl Hannah are both in it, and Morgan oh Fairchild, God. I believe. It's quite a cast. For, and Peter O'Toole is the main. And Liam Neeson plays a tiny ghost. Anyway, what? Morgan and I follow each other on Twitter. Oh, there you go. I once saw... Uh, and I won't say it actually because it's a mean thing to say, but I so I won't say it about Morgan Fairchild. But I will say this: it was the year Roger Rabbit came out. The movie Roger I, Rabbit. Uh -huh. Charles and Diana were at the premiere, which was not oh, at my oh. not at my Leicester Square movie theater, but the one across the square. And we all went out into the square so that we could see them walk in. Oh my and god! I saw them walk in, and then. Wow. I uh, probably and I I had seen uh, Roger Rabbit six months earlier because it was back in the eighties when movies would come out they were staggered around the world like the daylight savings of oh, movies yeah, yeah, for yeah. some reason and uh, it's one of my favorite movies uh, uh, Roger Rabbit mm -hmm. but um, mostly because there's a great comedy scene in it where Bob Hoskins and Roger Rabbit uh, he's trying to get the handcuffs off of them do you remember this scene I never saw it. What? Sorry. Oh my God. Keep talking. Are you you um, stroking out right I just, now? I I am stroking out right now. <laughs> okay. So Bob Hoskins, there. Uh, he's just trying to saw a pair of handcuffs off of Roger Rabbit, and Roger Rabbit, mm -hmm. and the it's a tippy, it's a tippy crate that he's doing it. So Roger Rabbit slips his hand because he's a cartoon mm -hmm. out of the um out of the cuffs and holds the box and says, "Is this better?" And Bob Hoskins says, "Yeah." And then he looks at him with a mean look at his face. And so Roger Rabbit puts his hand back in the cuffs and Bob Hoskins says, could you have done that at any time? And Roger Rabbit says, no, only when it was funny, <laughs> which is the greatest line in cinema. Thank you very much. I'm, oh. I'm going to have a little bit of bubbly water to celebrate that line <laughs> right now. Cause it's the middle of the night. 
Um, so you saw anyway. So I saw those guys, and it was uh, and it was kind of cool to see them. I mean, yeah. they're famous. They have you know they have they ostensibly they have PR jobs. Yeah. Um. So they're not not gainfully employed. So yeah. I'm happy for them. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, anyway, so it had a fun ride back. We hit a little traffic and had to deviate and all that kind of stuff, but, uh, I'm, I'm just wiped out. I don't have any comedy for three nights and I'm pretty happy. I'm just going to hang out with my son and watch walking dead. We're, you know, working our way through it all. So he's watching, he's having, enjoying me watching it and loving it. Oh, okay. Uh, Cause kids okay. love it when you love something that they already love. It is true. Yeah faking gosh darn it that's still true i showed my mother-in-law defending your life the other day oh anything like uh the walking dead except for it is because he dies they both die and they're walking so (laughs) it is the walking dead depending (laughs) Shirley mclean has a guest uh, appearance on that and it was funny because chris was like i love albert brooks i wonder why i've never seen this movie and then i go well, what movie did you? I mean, he's only done like five movies, right? Um, he did. Um, I have a my friend Jim Wooster says that the difference the people who like early Albert Brooks and the people yeah. who like late Albert Brooks uh, can also be defined by the people who liked Seinfeld. And he said this when Seinfeld was on, and the people who liked Friends ah. because they're both, you know, they're both they're all horrible people but the friends people are made much more likable for some reason and um and that and i have always liked the later uh albert books because the earlier ones are super fucking dark there's that lost in america one where he uh he gives up he's a possibly and then um and then there's the uh the the mockumentary one that he did Mm mm-hmm Anyway, but the ones that I like are defending your life and mother. <laughs> and mother is with mother. Uh, uh, Debbie Reynolds plays his mom. And she's yeah, got to be 15 I, years older than him. So My dog is fucking attacking me right now. Oh, and um, the dog is a pit bull. So you better <laughs> deal with that. She's just pulling on everything. She wants to play. Um, I might have to put her out. Uh, well, we're going to talk. We're going to talk about stress. Oh, that was easy enough. Well yeah. done. All right. Um, did you see? Oh, so, yeah. So, uh, yeah, I'm just, I'm done right now. I'm fried. Um, yeah. uh, I'm going to say this at least 13 times during this episode. Please come and see me outside of Washington, D.C. and outside of Philadelphia this week, Thursday and Saturday. I will be outside of Washington, D.C. and outside of uh, Philadelphia. By the way, Thought those two were closer, but there was a reason why the guy in in Philadelphia didn't care. The the Arden <laughs> Delaware guy, he was like, please don't work anywhere near Philadelphia or within like an hour. And I was like, okay, I think I think this is an hour and a half. Well, it's two and a half hours. It's <laughs> uh, rain or what, how are you going to get there? Well, that's what I did wrong. Uh, I. Uh, they had to rebook a bunch of flights and 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 I'm returning a car from one place to another place. And um, just some some errors, some errors were made. And now they are course corrected. I'm flying into Baltimore. I'm flying out of Philadelphia. I'm renting a car in Baltimore. I'm rent. I'm dropping it off in, in Philadelphia. I have a hotel two nights uh, outside of D.C. And I have a hotel two nights in Philadelphia. OK. And um are you are you paying for the hotels or are they are i am i am and there's and the and the thing 
it's I'm using some points. So the whole thing was that. And it's that's costing me mm-hmm. for that's for two. That's for three shows. Okay. And um, I believe. Yeah. These are all going so in the private to Lori chat. I'm missing numbers here. Oh, sorry about that. One moment, please. Unfair. Uh, so uh, it's half the fun of the gig. Right, right. Exactly. It's not the money. Uh, so the uh, so wow. that's what Ooh, I'm making, shit. and that's what it's costing me to go. That's so a I lot. Was, mm-hmm. Yeah, it is. Uh, I don't know if you've flown to the East Coast. That isn't a major. For some reason, Baltimore and Philadelphia are are weird. But Ugh, that sucks. I wonder if it had been cheaper if you'd have flown into New York and just taken like Amtrak to those cities. Right. Wow. Do I not want to do that? Uh, so <laughs> that awful. Is, it's awful. No, it's it sounds like it sounds like a lot more. What I'm willing to do is I'm actually uh, I I wasn't going to bring merch and now I'm bringing merch. I'm like, well, maybe I can make. Maybe I can, I, you know, if I'm lucky, I can probably make a grand in merch. So yeah. that might, that, that'll, that'll take the edge off, you know? The edge. Yeah. A little bit of the edge. Right. It'll do some edge. There'll be some um, edge work. Did you, did you watch the Brooke Shields documentary on Hulu? No. How was it? Did you watch the Dungeons and Dragons movie? I did. Mm-hmm. No. Okay, so tell me about the, tell me about Brooke Shields. I'm telling you because we are exactly the same age as Brooke Shields. She was born May 31st, I think, or 30th, right at the end of May. She's She's older than we are. About a month and a half. (laughs) Okay. So, and I know you probably weren't paying attention to Brooke Shields as you were growing up, right? No, I never even saw it. I wasn't allowed to see that movie where she had her period. The one where she was with the blonde kid and they oh, sexy blue, times like, when they were 16. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. But her, I mean, you can still, you you can still follow your life through her when. You know that I've always thought of her as the, and, the and, rich man's Kirstie Alley. That's what I've always thought of. <laughs> wow. Something. <laughs> Wow. Is that anything? No, no it's wrong? nothing. It's bullshit. <laughs> well, Kirstie Alley's disgusting. And she Brooke said. Shields, I thought, was better. I yes. didn't kill her. It's not my fault. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's really good. Made you laugh. <laughs> but it, it's also like, Jackie, we grew up in disturbing times. Okay? We, what we, what we were told was okay for young women to be exposed to and to have to put up with is extremely disturbing. And when you watch it through Brooke Shields' eyes, because she was one of the women, one of the young women, you're like, what? Like, this was like, whether you rebelled against it or not, you always had to deal with it. You always had to be like, we're supposed to be like the, the virgin with the jeans on. Okay. (laughs) And her too. That wasn't even her, you know, it was like, it was a projection from Calvin Klein, but like, it's, it's really just to take a look at the times that we grew up in through her, her experience is really good. I recommend it. That's, I mean, when you think about it, of course, every time is completely bananas, right? Yes. And 
it's the Ophira Eisenberg joke that haunts me. And she's got other punchlines, but the setup is so she's like, people are always talking about how resilient children are. Then why do they why do we spend our entire lives trying to process what happened to us when we were children? And that's the setup. And it's just it's such yeah. a great because like if you look at children, it's what my dad said about I, I told him I was reading a dystopian future book. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And he said, have you looked around? We live in a dystopian present. <laughs> and he said, you know what the future's going to be? A lot like it is now. Five years from now, you're going to be driving a five-year-old car uh, and looking for work. <laughs> and I was like, oh, my God. How do you? It's like he's Nostradamus. <laughs> but, yeah. But I will say that um, that I bet you it's, t- it's terrifying. It's just sort of like she was a, she was a very pretty girl. And she was sexualized from a very early age. Yeah. And, and the pictures yeah. of her when she was like a little, she's like little, I don't know, nine, 10, eight, whatever, naked, yeah. naked and with makeup. I mean, it's like she's, blo- you know, she's posing in a way where she's, things are oh, right, where she's covering the part, like her nipples and her it's uh, so, crotch. Yeah, yeah. So bad. It's and yeah. Yeah, I think that sums it up. It's so bad. Let's okay. So her mother was an out. Her mother had terrible judgment. Right. The dad let it happen. The you know the dad oh just happy as a clam. The dad let they were her her parents were divorced, but the dad just like well the mom's in charge of you. So the dad let it happen. Oh okay. I mean, you can go after the mom because she put her in these situations, but you ought to go after the dad and go. Why don't you step in? Why don't you stop? Right. It's um, um, charming. She keeps. Oh my god. Okay. All of my clothes, all my shoes, end up on the table I eat on because she she brings them to me and (laughs) still wants to do them, and I have to put them up away from her. Great. Um, Wow. All right. There's a lot happening here. Um, yeah, yeah. But, uh, but yeah, so it's just like, uh, it's, I don't know. And so we lived, we grew up in a time where we, you know, it was considered taboo, like risque, but not illegal. And people were fine with it. And a lot of men were raised on that image. And, ugh, right. Like, right. Gross. Yeah. Yeah. It's really terrible. Um, yeah, I would not. She's very normal considering what happened. Very normal. Really? So she's probably had a lot of therapy and a lot of sort of looked into it, like sort of. Yeah. And, and she, she will, as you might know, uh, the child of an alcoholic, you know, you become hyper, some people become hyper responsible. And she was, she was sort of in charge of her mom after her, after her mom would get drunk. So she's responsible. How weird is it that I that I love the Gilmore girls until I realized that uh, the girl was the parent? And I was like, oh, no, I remember this child. That's why. <laughs> Except for everybody was better dressed. Hey, let's take a quick break, shall okay. we? Are you tired of being picked on for only wanting to talk about your cat at parties? Do you feel as though your friends don't understand the depth of love you have for your guinea pig? around a room of people do you wonder if they know sloths only have to eat one leaf a month have you ever dumped someone for saying they're just not an animal person us too she's alexis b preston she's ella mcleod and we host comfort creatures the show where you can't talk about your pets too much animal trivia is our love language and dragons are just as real as dinosaurs tune into comfort creatures every thursday on maximum fun 
did a set that you should do, and it is at the Roguelike Tavern in Burbank. I've done uh, it. You've done. Wait, you've done it? Yeah. Why have you been hiding it from me? It's so great. I didn't. I didn't hide it from you. I. It, it okay. wasn't hidden. Although I, my, most of mine were like like a last minute stuff, like filling in for somebody. <laughs> oh, right. Because yeah. I have to tell you that um, it was never on any list of LA rooms that I've ever gotten from anyone. It's like one of those secret Hunter Hill does it. It's like a secret show or something like that, but it's always filled. Right. It's always filled. Mm-hmm. I would, I, if you have any, any more of those rack your brains We're okay. in town. Cause it, it paid. Okay. Yeah. And, um, and it was, it was close to close enough to my house. Mm-hmm. That I loved it. Mm-hmm. And I got to do 15, which I loved. Yeah. And uh, Irene too hosted. Ron Funches went up, then oh I went up. What? And, That's an incredible yeah. show. And then you're right next to Avon's. Did you go grocery Which shopping? I also stopped at. Well, I, I went, uh, <laughs> that's, that's actually one of the Starbucks I used to go to when I worked over there at my last day job. Oh, right. And um, I like that Starbucks, um, mm-hmm. even though I went in and I didn't recognize anybody because I hadn't been there since pre-lockdown. <laughs> so I was like, oh, I don't know anyone. <laughs> that, and, that, um, that place used to be an italian restaurant that did like an open mic or something and then it, i think it burned like there's a fire and then they reopened as the roguelike and then uh now they do kind of cool comedy shows there and some music i guess so yeah. um but i got to meet the owner and he's he was great and um carmen morales and katie bruce showed up to uh just katie had just landed from atlanta uh she's thinking about carmen's trying to talk her into moving here so uh carmen was at my show last night and uh, carmen and katie went last night as well i was gonna go but i got sucked into making easter food and could not leave sorry so carmen after i after i went you know to meet everyone out front, she gave me a moleskin and she's like, all right, it's time to write some new jokes. I'm like, bitch, <laughs> not now. Yeah. <laughs> give me. It looked like me. a really nice moleskin. It's, like you a- know what? First, yes, it is a nice moleskin. And I haven't used that color in a couple of years. I was going to say, it looked like a color that I have not seen you carrying around. And that's right. your thing. You like to go with a different color. Oh. Charmy, charmy. You sound you're you're in good voice, brother. Oh boy, um, sister, that's a girl. <laughs> um, so yeah, so uh, yeah, I did get a notebook at the at the um, the bookstore near Bloomington in Bloomington, you know, near the club, and it's a little shorter than like I'm I'm going through it pretty quick. Uh, okay, so I do I do prefer the moleskin size. It's the perfect size for me. Anything smaller, yeah. I go through too fast. Yeah, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm still, I use, I, I, I tend to use more like scraps of paper mm-hmm. that put them in the notebook. Mm. So notebooks tend to last a really long time for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, like I'm still using my Harry Potter that you got me in, in London. Oh my God. And I, and well, I, and I started using when did it you start? three or four months ago. So oh, okay. Yeah. So, that's what them reasons. Yeah, yeah, it'll, uh, but I've probably got another six months with it. So hmm. I usually do one a year, probably. Um, I do like two a year or maybe two or three. Right. You're pretty <laughs> prolific, though. So No, I do. I just rewrite things constantly. Um, so yeah. That's not prolific. It's more tweaking. But like, um, I, I thought, oh, my fucking God. 
where will you where um uh, where will you okay so okay. Uh, if i wait, wait, her outside she barks and it's late for the neighbors so i have her in and she just okay keeps um, doing things. here's yeah. my question about your notebook yes. where mm-hmm. do you where do you get paper for the uh for the set list you ever go to the back of the notebook because i go to the no. back of the notebook you know what i did was i um i got this big these uh here's one right here like cardboard stock to yeah. to to when i was working on my my pilot, I, I, I wanted to, I cut them up and, you know, put, put them on corkboard. And, uh, so I just grabbed a few and I just wrote my set list on, on that, um, for, for this thing. Uh, no, no, but in, nor in general, do you ever use the back of the page? No. The back of the notebook? No, you, you never pull a page out of the notebook? To... I, n- I, I never pull a page out. Sometimes I'll write like a set list. Uh, now I usually kind of go in order so that, uh, you know, like, a set list from a January show will precede a set list from a March show or something. Well, no. Well, sometimes I write a set list in the notebook, but, uh, but if I need a set list in my pocket, sometimes I'll take half a page off the back of the book, which I don't, should. Yeah. You don't ever do that. Yeah. Okay. I don't do the pocket. It's, you know what? That's my fuck you to myself. Figure it out. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, but, uh, uh, oh, so I, I, um, like I, I realized that there's like a lot of writing I do isn't meant to ever be read again. Yes. <laughs> like I I'll write it. Well, I'll write a setup and it, it's just so I can remember it when I go up on stage. Cause when I try to, and I look back at my old notebooks, I can't fucking read anything, but I'm, I'm writing so quickly. It's just for that temporary t- stage performance. And then there's writing where it's like, this is the final version of this joke. And then it's a little more deliberate to be read again. But I just realized that because that's one reason it's so painful to go through old notebooks is I'm scribbling so quickly and so sloppily. I cannot, I can't read what I wrote. Hey, we haven't done comic of the week. Oh, right. Let's do comic of the week. (laughs) Oh yeah. Okay. So I just did, she just did a quick set on a show. I was on it. Flappers. Flappers loaded me up last week by the way much appreciated um, thanks josh yes uh nina win and nina uh, win she works at the club um she has been in, and she's starting to stand up she's really funny and she's she's trans and she has some really really funny like i've heard we, there's so many trans comics uh and they're you know so i feel like i've heard a lot of premises and everyone is good it's incredible that you have people feasting on the same premises and everyone's got their own little take on it. So I don't hear a lot of crossover between trans comics on things. Yes. Uh-huh. Yes. Awesome. And she, and her way in was also like, I hadn't heard it before. I love it. It's it, it, that's got to be very difficult at this point, you know, <laughs> that is amazing. Yeah. And she's very likable and funny and stuff. It was just a five minute set, but I was like, damn, that's a, that's a level of relaxation on stage I haven't seen in a lot of newcomers, you know? Well, yeah, all right. Well, good for her. And mm-hmm. it's at Nina Wynn, uh, plural, oddly enough, N-I-N-A-N-G-U-Y-E-N-S. Oh, yeah. So Nina wins. <laughs> she does win. Yeah. And, uh, she wins comic of the week. <laughs> <laughs> congratulations nina win for this uh tiny bump tiny bump and do you have sets this week eventually 
I do. Uh, I'm doing some of the clubhouse with Jason. Uh, nice. Glass. Yes. And then um, I'm doing some other things on Thursday and Friday that I don't have on the top, off the top of my head. Uh, but yeah, but I'm taking a couple of days off to just chill out with my kid. I've been leaving every single night, you know, and like, right. again, I came home at 11. He, he stays up and waits for me. He won't go to sleep unless I'm back safe. So, you know, where did he get that? I think from you. <laughs> uh, so that's very sweet. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I have, uh, I've spent the day, uh, yesterday I made bread and deviled eggs. Mm-hmm. Um, because hey. all of a sudden I'm Becky Homecky and, <laughs> um, the bread worked out really good. I don't care. What kind of bread? Anyway, sourdough. <gasps> As I was telling Chris today, you I was like, sourdough? yeah, That's my favorite. I, oh, is it? Oh my God. If, if, uh, if, if we hadn't had 10 people over today to play games and they ate most of it, I, I will bring you a loaf of, because every two weeks, I'm afraid that the sourdough starter that um, Mama Foley brought into this house is going to die. Mm. And so I'm like, we got to make, we got to make a sourdough thing. And so uh, we make sourdough, um, I think two or three times now I've made English muffins mm-hmm. and, um, and then a handful of times I've made bread. So if that's your favorite bread, this is the first time I put them into bread pants. Usually I was doing the round loaves. Yeah. Which is good for soup. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, uh, but, uh, but uh, in the, in the pans, that means you can slice it and, uh, and eat a ham sandwich, which was another thing we made today, which is also not mm-hmm. my favorite. Um, you know what I am? I'm a good sport. <laughs> I was going to say, you're at the day making food you don't like. Wow. <laughs> I don't dislike any of it. Uh, clearly, this will eat. But uh, <laughs> I'm just telling you, uh, we we did uh, we did make, and then um, and then everybody came over to play a Hero Instant, Andy's uh, tabletop role playing game, and that was super fun. Mm-hmm. And we all hung out, and um, but everyone brought like. Like I ate so many, so much candy and so many sweets today just because Easter. And then, and who's the comic who used to do this joke? Do you guys remember who did this bit? It was a dude. And I can't remember. I thought it was Matt Knutson maybe. But um, so that, you know, if you were to ask somebody, would do you want to eat four, four hard boiled eggs? They would say, no. It was like, really? Are you willing to eat eight deviled eggs? They'd be like, yes, yes, I'm completely on <laughs> And uh, so it's just, I he's, love that. He's doing really well. He's on Shrinking. It, have you watched Shrinking? It's nope. really What's good. What's that? It's a, a series on Apple TV, but also he went back to school. He's like taking finance classes while he's like doing, I don't know, he's got a lot going on, but I'm like, oh, that's so cool. I kind of, I wanted go back to school some i i just don't know how to make it work but um i don't have apple tv that's what i got out of that statement and of course uh, i'm happy for mechanism <laughs> um i had an audition uh first for a fancy um for a fancy sitcom and he helped me out a lot and it would have been great if i would have got it but i did not he did help me out a lot it was a uh, um, really cool i'm gonna what was it Oh, would have been perfect. Would have yeah, been great. Right yeah, I would have been psyched. 
Um, yeah, so I'm doing I'm doing uh, Delaware and and uh, yeah, I'm doing uh, Silver Spring, Maryland, and then Arden, Delaware. Mm-hmm. Hello, Charmy. Are you Charmy? <laughs> isolator. Um, and then and then and then I'm doing Seattle next week. Laughs. Going to laughs. Cool. Um, uh, I'm going to the. I'm doing Moon Tower uh, in a couple weeks, and then um, uh, so I'll be in Austin. If you guys are in Austin, and I'll be uh, at the Pipeline in San Francisco, May third through the sixth, and then I'll be in Oshkosh and Milwaukee the seventeenth uh, through nineteenth. So if you're nearby, check my website. I have to start making promo for all that stuff. I just pushed everything out of my mind to get this dumb special, you know, finished. And I, I just updated my my website and I saw that I put in twice, I think, that I'm at, in, at Comic-Con. I'm so excited to do San Diego the week of Comic-Con. Oh, my God. Look and see where the club was. Club isn't anywhere near the convention center, which will be good for parking. And and uh, and and of course, it makes it possible for them to get me a hotel. Yeah. Uh, but um, <laughs> uh, so, but I, uh, but I was wondering whether I should I should flyer uh, the the con. Ooh. Like if I bark during the day, um, if I would fill the room better. I bet you would. Although I think there's gonna be so many people in town. And are you in a, in like that comedy alley in San Diego where like, there's a bunch of clubs that are right near each other? Nope, I am oh, not. I am okay. essentially about five miles from the downtown. Oh, um, okay. right by Kaiser. So if I get sick, I'm good. That's my insurance <laughs> provider. Uh, but the uh, um, it's called Mic Drop. Okay. Um. So that. Yeah. So oh, we should probably take uh a, one more break. Let's shout. I'm Lisa Hannawalt. And I'm Emily Heller. Wow, Emily, we've been doing this podcast for 10 years. I know, but hey, don't worry. You can jump in at literally any episode and hear us talk about some of our favorite stuff. Caterpillars becoming butterflies. Martha Stewart flying around in a private jet full of trees. Yes, you heard me right. Trees. Neighbors becoming enemies. Just kidding. (laughs) Whatever messed up stuff we can find on Wikipedia. Our impeccable taste in everything from dogs to TV shows to bodily functions. And horses. Lots and lots of horses. Come for our horned up rants about the world. Stay for the catchy theme songs. You might not learn anything, but we're a good hang. Baby Geniuses. Every other week on MaximumFun.org. And when it happened, we had a break. Uh, I, the first week of May... I'm in uh, Las Vegas and then going straight from Las Vegas to work with Maria in North Carolina. Oh, fun. She asked me to work with her. And I was like three of the days in North Carolina, the first three days in North Carolina, I'm still in Vegas because Vegas isn't just a place that feels like you're there forever. Sometimes you're actually there forever. (laughs) You haven't worked with Maria in a long time, right? Right, right. So I'm pretty psyched about it. Yeah. Um, Yeah, because... um, it's super fun. It's super fun. Some of my best material. It's just, first of all, you know how bone crushingly fucking sad and lonely the road can sometimes be. Yes. It's just nice to have a friend yeah. and a friend, by the way, that will ignore you if you need <laughs> her to. That one of the greatest things about going on the road with Maria is we, we rarely like we might have a meal once a day or not. Yeah, right. Uh, and then we'll we'll do joke machine and we'll do the shows and we'll hang out and we'll talk. We might talk on the phone exactly like we would here. 
Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, and um, so I'm looking forward to that. And plus, I never do get to go to North Carolina. So uh, it might, it's a good place you- for people. Good nights? Where are you working? Uh, no, they're different tiny theaters, I think. One's in Asheville, oh. one's in Charlotte, and one's in what? Greensboro. Oh, how fun. Wow. I've been to Asheville once. It's great. They, they might be tiny theaters. They might be big theaters. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Something had the word orange in it. But uh, I put <laughs> the links on my website, though someone did tell me that the Asheville link uh, is dodgy. So mm. um, Okay. So people, you might need to just go to Maria's links. Go to MariaBamford.com. Can I, yeah. can I say that uh, at, uh, on Saturday when I was at the theater, the crew was raving about Suba Argarwals. Am I saying our last name right? Yeah, uh, close. Yeah. Yes. Suba had Subda. a great... Yeah. What? Isn't it Subda? Suba. I might be wrong. I haven't seen her in probably eight months. And okay. every time I see her, I'm just like, you're going to have to say it again because I'm a jackass. No, she has a great... This is this will help you. She has a great joke. I want to do her joke, though. But... Uh, the joke is it, it, a mnemonic though it's yeah if if you think of her name as super is super okay oh, okay if she if she were to take her husband's last name <laughs> <laughs> um so anyway she had a great set like the crew was talking about it several days later oh wow yeah yeah that's so, outstanding that's yeah. amazing that's, that's the, you, you know the crew usually just talks about pizza and, um, you know, any hooters. When it's that are- all going to be over. That's yeah. what they're mostly talking about. They're yeah. like, this is great. Are we going to get to leave now? Yeah. And um, do you know when it'll come out or? I don't. I don't have any information. I guess I'll start thinking about that tomorrow. And do I need to get a new headshots and new, you know, um, do I do promotion? Should I be promoting? Should I hire somebody or should I just let comedy dynamics do its thing? I guess they have Nikki tonight was telling me that, um, cause I had to do a lot of promos like, Hey, this is Lori Kilmartin. Watch my special sis woke grief slut on Tubi and on Apple TV. It like was all pretty places, great. <laughs> all the places they were going to like, they're going to feed it to Right. And one of them is Samsung TV plus or something like that. And I guess Samsung TVs now come preloaded with a bunch of channels. One of them is a comedy dynamics channel that just shows comedy specials that they, I think they used to have one on Roku. They do. Uh, They do. I did that one too. That was on the list. I did like, so they must still. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I mean, it's the potential to have it be seen is pretty high, which is nice given what happened to my album, you know, which is completely buried. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Don't get me started, Jackie. Uh, <laughs> I don't believe I did. Uh, so, <laughs> the, uh, <laughs> so Kyle told me that he's going to, he showed me the first rough cut of, uh, of, of looking yeah. back me oh, doing cool. uh, nine minutes of car jokes into the back asset ass end of a car <laughs> and um so and then, and then dave hill uh, well dave hill uh is gonna do the opening music oh my gosh that's cool yeah, yeah he's these... gonna and he We're just a fun he, montage um yeah so i think um is it in black and white 
It is not, but it's the the lo-fi of the screen gives it this kind of cool, grainy aesthetic oh, for cool. the joke-telling parts. Real Rockford Files, you guys. Oh, yeah. Rockford Makes hide and files. cuts easier. Oh, my. What was that name? That guy's name, Jim, the, the actor? Jim Rockford? Was it? Who, who played him, though? Oh, oh James Garner. Yeah. God, that guy was, that guy was cool. Jones. Yeah. yeah. It's, uh, did you know that, um... Ron Funches named his son Theodore Bear Funches. <laughs> Teddy Bear. <laughs> Wait, Teddy Bear Funches. I love it. And they I call him it. Teddy. Of course <laughs> so. he has to. Of course. And he just, he was doing bits about how the other names that he could use as he got angrier and angrier <laughs> or happier and happier as he grew up. <laughs> it was adorable. He and, posted uh, some uh, Easter photos that they were really cute. Oh, I did see that on Instagram. Yes. It's uh did you did you see that thing that uh someone posted on the thread about what to do on Instagram with the algorithm? I hadn't I haven't looked at that yet. Is Don't it it'll it'll enrage you. And oh, also God. uh I was like, oh, how do I tag okay. this so I can keep going back to it to remember what the hell I'm supposed to do? So I talked to I during one of my many sets, I ran into somebody. I I posted this on our thread, right? I don't want to like yeah say this guy's name without his permission right uh, but he's he's that's he's part famous. of the things in the in the in the chat he's famous and he's had a show on tv and yes. he, has, he has over a million tiktok followers and he said it doesn't it doesn't help me sell out rooms and then another co- a comic a writer uh, uh from conan said he was opening for somebody and uh, this person had like 3 million and they weren't filling the room either. So it's not, it, maybe something's changing or it's not. Or a it never was. Yeah. I don't know. It was a Ponzi I don't know if, scheme. Yeah. I, I mean, the rooms are being fed. I don't think by the social media. I mean, I think some of that's happening, but I don't think it's happening to the extent. Do you remember when everyone said 12 years ago, you should shoot your own special because they're buying content? Uh, they they weren't. They weren't. They were buying the same content they were always buying. And uh, it was never, it's going to be, it's always going to be, it's not always going to be. It's sometimes it's going to be, it, it, it might change, uh, but it's definitely, you know, these guys are going to fill rooms forever and they're going to get work even if they don't fill rooms forever. And it's not that I don't like that guy, but that guy works so much. Yeah. And there's no reason why I shouldn't also work those rooms. And that guy fills stadiums. Yeah. But um, I don't think it was his TikTok. No. I think it might have been an amalgamation of the the podcast that guy did a lot of stuff before tiktok too but but i'm i'm saying like either tiktok isn't everything that it's was was that's what i'm saying comics in the past two couple months couple maybe year like oh you got to do this or it's not nothing's going to happen like okay if if this guy this famous guy is saying it's not happening and this guy other guy with three times as many followers as the famous guys so it's not everybody right and you're still dependent on TikTok showing you, you know that that video to people that would want to see it, right? Yeah, okay. no, I, that's what I was just saying is that I agree. Yeah, that, that guy—that's that, oh. a myth that was created 
possibly by TikTok. Did I see a TikTok about how great that myth was? Uh, wow. Would, hmm. would it be for my For You page? Ooh. Fall for this is what it should be called. Alongan Mitra, he's a comic. He he gets like I, I subscribe to his um email list just to see what it's like, you know, and whatever I with a fake name. So whenever I get something with that name, I'm like, oh my God, Alongan's in town. But it's if he gets it like if you get someone's email address and then you can just, you know, let it's automated to let them know when you're, you know, nearby, uh, then you don't need that the, the you don't need the algorithm as much because you have the information you need. I mean, I guess that's just basic one-on-one marketing at this point, but I, I don't know. It's just weird how like you're doing really well, Jackie, and yeah. you see, you're seeing an uptick, which is cool, you know, no, and- but nothing, not nothing huge yet. I don't think, I mean, I, it's not filling the rooms big, but it's, but it's genuinely people coming up to me afterwards going, I've seen you on Instagram. I've seen you on TikTok. Yeah. I mean, that's it. That's filling the room. That's that, that's adding. We're talking handfuls of people. It's not millions, but right? Handfuls that come up to you doesn't mean more didn't. They just didn't come up to you. True. True. It might anyway, be real. I, just, I don't know what's happening. That's all I'm saying. Uh, <laughs> no, uh, but- that sums it up. We're actually, I think, a, a, just a couple of minutes, right? Mm-hmm. No, yeah. you said hour. I said hour. But it was we started recording at eleven oh three, and it's now ten. Jackie, I don't need you doing math here. I need you to say yes. We should end. <laughs> Jackie, it's well, it's been great, you guys. I don't know why I want to. I, I don't know why I want to give the people the other three minutes. Don't forget to uh, chime in to Max Fun and the Patreon. We love you. Okay, bye. Maximumfun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Audience supported.